is the Tiltcast episode 442, Roman Noodles. And this week, guys, we talk Rusty's adventures in Netflix, no, no, Sea of Thieves, numbers. and Watch Dogs, Le- Watch Dogs Legion. Stay tuned. Watch Dogs Legend. That's right. Don't do drugs. Triple can. Ah. I feel great. It's Tiltcast. And just so as we're getting started, I don't even know. It is November 6th at 9.34 p.m. Time is so flying. Yep. Uh, the year of... Uh, fuck. Yeah, you're fuck. And we'll just start off the show by saying it's a mature-rated show, so... Uh, <laughs> if you did get that by the... The fuck. Um, also, um, you need about, about 30 minutes of bullshit. Bullshit. Some games and some news. Um you are going to hear three uh, ridiculous people talk about some stuff. Three um, aging, big... grown men talk about weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I'm uh, Rusty. And it's been it's been quite the week. Um, I'm it's... gonna I'm gonna get <laughs> the get the sad out of the way so that we can get to some happy. Yes. Sorry. Um, it's okay. I mean, things happen. Yeah. But without getting into the really gritty details, um, Zoe, the original Tiltcast podcast dog, or as Jess would call the BTGG, or Big Titty Goth Girl, yeah, um, because of just how jealous she is all the time, or was, uh, passed away. She had some severe, um, Essentially, some really, really, really ugly neurological issues that happened immediately after last week's show. Almost immediately after last week's show. Yeah. And I went in and took her to the vet and ended up putting her down so she didn't have cluster seizures every hour for ever. Right. Um, and mm. so a lot of ugly things happened with that. And I have some of the best family in the world. My mother came and took care of Lola, the other wonder dog. Um, and cleaned up all the blood, piss, and shit in my house, as it was fairly traumatic. And uh, I just have Lola right now. So I've had a really, really, really rough week. Um, you think when, in the middle of all this shit, like it's going to date it if you listen to this later, but this is the middle of the COVID pandemic. Right. Um, I don't get to see people very often. I get to see the three of you. I get to see Jessa and Gianna and my dogs. And so, um, yeah. Real rough week. Yeah. I get. I didn't really have much of any kind of mental health break, so I'm taking one of those tomorrow. Good. Um, my boss was nice enough to, after I was kind of telling him what was going on. He's like, "Why don't you take some time off?" And I was like, "Well, I needed to stay distracted because I cried my eyes out on Monday, and just didn't have a lot to." I was like, I couldn't just reset, and so I like figured if I just distracted myself with work and not have the added stress of getting behind. That I would do that, but I know Saturday I can work hard this week to get ahead so that I don't have much to do on Saturday and I can take it off. So, um, or I, at that point, I didn't know it's going to take off Saturday, but he had suggested I take a day and I was like, well, that's why I'm going to do it. But that aside, um, Zoe has been here for six years. Yep. Um, she was almost 12 years old. Uh, the rough part is that she grew, she is Spencer, the wonder boy that grew up here in his teenhood, um, 
in this very room for part of it. Yep. <laughs> this was his bedroom yeah. slash the studio that we used to slide everything all aside. <laughs> tell Spencer to put up his dirty fucking socks and uh, we'd have the show. Oh, and our sex dungeon smelled like a teenager for like six months. It was craziness. But yeah, so, but that was his childhood dog. So I had to, I've spent the last several days talking out details. I'm going to get some ashes. Uh, I'm going to get a paw print for him that I'm going to have to mail to Japan. Um, And me and him kind of came up with what's going to breed on the plaque. So I've got some. BTGG is mine and Jess's thing. Mine and Jess's nickname for Zoe, but you know, mm-hmm. she is Zoe the Wonder Tog and the original Tiltcast mascot. So it will her plaque will read Tiltcast mascot at the very end. Well, well, that's good. That's cool. So it's 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 a sad you know you know losing a pet is always sad. I mean it's and it's even worse in the situation that you went through. And I'm sorry you had to go through it and. I'm terrible at these things. Uh, I I've only ever had one pet and lost lost you know lost it. You lost him. I lost my noob. Um, I had a cat named Noob. So I after mean, Mortal Kombat or no? It no the, the the whole story behind the name the the quick story behind the name was uh, uh I was living at the the apartment. I was playing video games on couch right next to the door. In the middle of wintertime, it just happened to be one of the really cold winters for uh, for Oklahoma. And, uh, be- you know, between a scene of some sort, I hear, uh, hear like this weak meow from the other side of the door, like a couple inches away from me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I open up the door because I could just reach over my shoulder and open up the door. And on the other side of the door is this little little tiny kitten, like huddled up to the little crack in the door. Uh, and just shivering and like meek meowing, you know, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I can't leave you outside, obviously. So I, it was like an, an immediate, like forced adoption of a cat because I wasn't going to let it freeze. And I'm like, I have to come up with a name for it. And I'm like, well, it was crying like a noob. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was noob the cat. Noob the cat. It was. And then... <clears throat> Uh, the next day he's playing Call of Duty with us and he goes, I inherited a cat. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, what, what do you mean? Like heinous she bitch brought home another cat. Oh, that was, that was when I was with the psycho hose beast. That was right. Um, uh, oh man. But no, I mean, you, so no, she she is an all right person. That was just our horrible nickname for her. <laughs> well, well, I'm no, I don't know if she listens to the show, but she's like a hose beast to me. Um, <laughs> but um, no, it was it was one of those things, or it's like a little kitten. But I it, I was trying to warm it up, and then it basically passed out on my chest, and I'm like, okay, this is how a person gets a cat. This is exactly the moment where I know I've been owned. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, a, a weird moment to actually, you know, gain that cat. And, of course, it was really, really sad when I lost him. But, um, but uh, it's just like you keep those mem- uh, the memories of, like, how you, you know, 
you you found you know they found you uh and all of those uh all of the interactions that you've had with you know you know with uh with them in between and you just kind of keep those I mean, yeah zoe adopted me um right she didn't like a lot of other people as we all know right um I met her at the park with my ex while she was walking her dog, and I went and walked her, walked her, walked her and the dog, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then Zoe just really took a liking to me for some reason, and I think it's because I was a little bit less strict than my ex. Um, Zoe got to get on furniture when she was here. Right. Um, I played with Zoe quite a bit more, Um, and I, for some reason, I'm really good at scratching dogs. Uh, that's a weird inherent skill. I know where every dog likes to be scratched. Yep. And she knew it too. And uh, But she just like bonded with me harder than she bonded with my ex, which was really weird. Yeah. So when my ex left, uh, Zoe stayed. And has and stayed and stayed mm-hmm. for three years after the fact. So, you know. Well, I mean, I remember like the... The there there's been uh, there was moments where I remembered like the one moment that keeps coming up in my brain was like the moment that jo- uh, that Zoe and I were having a conversation in the living room. Yeah, you know we were, we were just like sitting there going, uh, I, I was talking. I think I was talking to you guys. You were sitting on the couch, and uh, and, and Zoe just pops up and, uh, <laughs> and and you know like gets you know gets basically right in my face and just like you know one sharp bark and then <laughs> and then we're like and i i'm like okay well you've interjected into the conversation now so i turn to the dog and i'm starting to talk to the dog directly uh and we're just like barking back and forth basically <laughs> it was uh it was a great moment she's a she was a unique animal it, it was and she <laughs> it it sounds kind of horrible but um until uh until the current fiance came into your life, like Rusty and I were the only other people that she didn't completely dislike. Right. <laughs> you know, she she would uh she'd greet you at the door uh and uh, and basically demand a butt rub. Um because she she just absolutely loved that. So that was uh that was a thing for her. You know, so yeah, she's gonna be missed. She's uh she was, uh, I called her the talking dog a lot because yeah. she, she barked at everything. Right. But it's uh, the herding mindset that she had. She was a Border Collie Australian Shepherd mix. In fact, one of the old pictures looks a hell of a lot like her. And I can't remember what the name of that episode was, but I want to say it's like 150 episodes back or something. Right. But yeah, she's uh, the same markings as a Rottweiler, but the shape of a Border Collie. Um, and the fuzz of one, too. The f- crazy amount of fluff that zoe had uh, right. that permeated the entire house <laughs> right uh let's not forget the chocolate eating and the barfing and... <laughs> honestly that dog survived so fucking much <laughs> she ate a guinness chocolate cake she ate a whole tub of cocoa powder uh, right. and the night that she ate the cocoa powder i think i talked to you guys i was like i think my dog's gonna die um and i rubbed a whole bunch of peroxide on her gums and took her out in the street to throw up <laughs> because she was so fucking hyper. And that was like, what, maybe a year and a half ago? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was right before I got, there. Right I mean, before I got Lola. 
And it's not like we, you know, like you just left that stuff out. She she would find she it. She got it on from on top of the fridge. Right. Like, like how the, did that fat ass dog get on top of the fridge? And if you knew the size of this dog, it's like it's not nimble by any means. So she had to like the consciously last, want to get to that. The last the last year she's been decidedly less nimble. Um, but she when she was a little bit more spry, she had figured out how to open doors. I had it's going to sound weird and gross, but I had a the chocolate cake. Before, she ate one, or I ate a big chunk of one. And then I took the ch- the new chocolate cake I had, and I put it... I've got a bathroom in my bedroom. And I put it on a big piece of cardboard on a plate in that bathroom when I left for work. And she had gotten through the bedroom into there and into that cake. And that was, again, I was basically pumping her stomach again getting her to throw up because she'd eaten so much chocolate cake yeah it's just insane she she's she's like she's like the uh the person that's like deathly like allergic to shellfish but can't stop themselves right um but all in all um that's another another notch in the belt of uh 2020 right this year couldn't suck more i mean yeah <laughs> And all regards, this year has been just bullshit. <laughs> Indeed. Very much bullshit. Um, but yeah. To that fluffy butt, I will miss the fuck out of you. Yeah. And I am certainly doing better. I don't, I did some uh, <laughs> some shopping therapy, I guess, this week. I finally got a wireless headset. I've got a Corsair HS70, I think is what it is. Yeah. Uh, wireless headset. It's not the very top of the line, but Best Buy had it on sale for like seventy nine ninety nine. So I bought that. That's not bad. So that I could do some gaming with some friends. And then I got a uh, um, Watch Dogs Legion, which I'll talk a little bit about later. Sweet. So um, that's what my week's been. Has been mostly nothing really funny. A whole lot of me goofing off multiplayer. Right. Just- um, Zoning out. Yep. Eating shit loads of shitty food. I've just got back on my diet like as of yesterday. Well, you're, you're doing better than me. I haven't been on my diet since, well, when did the pandemic start? Well, <laughs> I mean, I know I'm on my diet because I about shit my brains out yesterday, but. Uh, so that's that's a thing that's that's going to be happening. So uh, I'm, I am enacting prepare uh, plan. The prepare for 2021 plan right now. Uh, and that includes 1.5 Nick and my juice uh, and uh, and buying no carbs, zero, none, not not even like cheap, like nothing. So not even low carb tortillas, not even low carb tortillas, nothing. It was basically meat, cheese, and that was it, you know, and you know, all veggies. I bought, I bought a, a, a freezer load of veggies. Um, so yeah, I, I will be going keto soon, or I'm going to have to come up with some way of working that out. But, um, that's, uh, that I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to wait for 2020 to end. I'm going to start this shit right now. Well, God, to help us get out of this this hole, um, Jason, have you done anything fun or interesting this week? Oh, she just French kissed me. <laughs> I will. Oh. 
All right, I got you know, that dog licks her butt. Yeah, I know that dog right? does <laughs> lick her butt. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so, Lola's it, on no medication because uh, it, if that doesn't break up your funk, damage for last week's episode will. That's great. <laughs> it's uh, under 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 underwear. I think you misspelled underwear. Yeah, you, you did. I did. Yes. Under uh, underwear, as in like housewares. You know, uh, you I, I'm horrible when it comes to spelling. Well, I mean, you could put it in <laughs> any document with spell check first. Like, literally. I could. Look for the squiggly red but line. I also still have the image open, so hey. Y'all right. are my editors. Uh, it's I'm glad th- we caught it now, right? It's a good thing we caught it now. We'll be I like, mean, um, I, could, I could try to spin the underwear into some kind of weird pun, but yeah, it's it, it, yeah, yeah, that's not good. Uh, um, just, anyway, just go with skivvies. <laughs> um, uh, I'll say I uh, in my small clothes. <laughs> we had a fairly busy week at home, so I didn't do a ton. Um. I actually, my body forced me to catch up on some sleep this week. So, you know, I was like in bed by nine pretty much every night this week. But, Jesus Christ, uh, you're old. I also wake up at 4 a.m. No, I'm, let's be honest. Jason's been getting like four and five hours of sleep for weeks at this point. So, I've months. Been getting four and five hours of sleep for when did the pandemic start Uh, (laughs) pretty much that's pretty much where i'm at um so the uh uh really most of most of what i did was uh sleep catch up on uh uh catch up a couple episodes on some stuff that i hadn't caught up on yet uh that's vague enough Cool. Like the first couple episodes of uh, the new season for Star Trek Discovery. Okay. You know what? Speaking of that, um, and I don't mean to completely interrupt, but you reminded me. So I spent, aside from bawling my eyes out on Monday, I was distracting myself. Mm-hmm. And I watched the latest Star Wars movie, finally. And you're right. Like, that movie's just of no consequence. Like, it <laughs> yeah. is, that is the most media... Like, it's not bad. It's just mediocre. It just... Like, you're right. You're right. All the safe bets... Mm-hmm. Um, just tied up in a bow and just take no chances, and it's it's just bland. Yep. Like there's some really cool scenes in it, but it's just bland. It's just like, man, it's come a, on. It's a Disney park ride. That's what it is. Yeah, that's a really good that's a really good metaphor. And then I watched the latest episode of The Mandalorian, and I forgot it's fucking episodic in the way that they release it every week. So I was pissed because I only got to watch one episode, and I was like, fuck. If John Favreau was the one directing shit, maybe Star Wars would be good because The Mandalorian is like the last episode is a, a way better than the last movie for Star Wars, and and it's it's a little bit slower paced, but the highs are really high, the lows are really low, and the dialogue is really good, and all the attention to detail is really good, and they're just like this is what the rest of everything should have been. It needs to succeed that way. Because if the Mandalorian's good, if if the, the Mandalorian Mandal- is better well, than the last few Star Wars movies, this, the Mandalorian. I mean, I, I've only seen season uh, the entirety of season one. I haven't actually. There's only but, one episode of season two. There, well, two there's now. two now. 
but yeah. I'm I'm not actually gonna buy into it until after I can actually binge watch it and get through it in a day. Um uh because you know that's gonna fucking happen. Um mm-hmm. it's just so good. Right. But it needs to it needs to succeed because episode you know, if if Star Wars can actually survive in an episodic format like that, instead of waiting be you know two to three years between movies and you know and then of course the last three movies were shit and then the previous three movies were shit they just i didn't like them i didn't the movie before this was they just progressively got worse i think that's what it is like i really like mark hamill as old wizard mark hamill well i like his bits in the movies, but that's all they are. They're bits, you know, is the passing of the torch kind of thing. And right. then they were closing it out. But like, like Jason said, like Rogue One's pretty damn good. And then I like the solo. Yeah. And then there I was mean, the movie solo that came has after its merit. And then there was the movie that came after it that had moments, but it just wasn't real coherent. And then there was the last movie, which just tied up loose ends, but was wasn't just, even in a satisfying way. Like, no, it was just like, they're like, it's like ending everything with one pagers. It's like reading an epilogue and they're tying up everything in a paragraph. It's like reading a story in the Silmarillion by J.R.R. Tolkien because everything's concise and written quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. And the Silmarillion is like essentially like a better storytelling of what happened with, you know, Middle Earth before there was the Lord of the Rings. But essentially it's a series of really concise short stories that are it's colorful. It's a colorful history book but it's not meant to be read as a page turner. And exactly. that's kind of like the similarity that I see in the latest star Wars movies. It was just, all right. And here's this one thing and it resolves. And here's this one thing and it resolves. And here's this thing you've been seeing coming for this whole time. And it resolves. And it's and not the way that you res- uh, thought it was going to resolve at no, all. And you know, you know, because they, just, they had some callbacks to some great characters and yeah, that was great. But, some of the really weird Leia things where they CG'd her over another actor, which is, it looks too perfect. It's, like, it, especially when you're watching it in 4K, they, like, they it just, action, it, like it, it's magical, but not, it's weird. So what they, actually what they did, they didn't CG anything with her. Some of, all of those scenes that you saw her in, they were repurposed from yeah. the other from movies. scenes cut from the from the previous movie. So that's why it felt stenciled so in. That's why the well, it felt stenciled in because that was the tone from Ryan Johnson's movie, not from Abrams. So you have these total tonal shifts. Right. It's in it was the, just a weird... in the movie and it just it didn't fit right. Yeah. Everything it, doesn't, it didn't yeah, it was just okay, so it was off-putting because it was like just, it's like they had one shape and they just cut off the edges to make it fit, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, like oh. they just that, forced it in there. That's exactly what they did. But anyway, so I did that. I got through the first few episodes of The Boys. Now you got to get through the rest of those because those are so good. And God, that show is good. I... Yeah, Jess has been telling me I need to hurry up and finish it so we can talk about it. Yep. It it's oh god. I, I uh, didn't think 
I did not think they would be able to top shit from that first season. Oh no, they did. Um, uh, but they totally did. Oh yeah, they even they even topped off blowing up the invisible dude. I, you haven't seen shit yet, so just like continue. <laughs> I mean, like, there are some there there's some downright diabolical scenes in that. You've got to you got to get through it. And uh, I have I have to say that Carl Urban is a perfect casting for that show. He is the I king mean, of all dicks in that show. You you know, yes, I'm uh yes, I yes. <laughs> I just I love it. Now you just got to get through the rest of that because I, I have seen the you know the entirety of the season two of Boys, uh, and um, yeah, it's it's definitely worth watching all the way through. Uh, I was also kind of binge watching shows, <laughs> just like randomly, uh, because I would log into Path of Exile and then I'd log right, right out after about ten minutes. So I'm starting to bounce off of that game. Um, so I spent time on Netflix. I'm like, yeah, I spent I spent 15 you know, the the subscription for a month for Netflix so that I could watch Dragon's Dogma, which was a which waste was of, a complete disappointment. Yeah, it was a waste of fucking t- uh, time and money. Um, I, that it was it was a, a as good. As an adaption as they made for Castlevania, the was, Dragon's Dogma adaption is terrible. terrible. Like the animation was bad. Like everything about the animation for you know for that was bad. Well, and a lot of a lot of the plot for yeah. that whole season felt forced. Well, it was it, it was like so you know what the puzzle's supposed to be. Um, you know, kind of like the beginning and the end, right? Um, but, Especially if you played the game. Right. So what you ended up watching for uh, for whatever it was, like 10 episodes or whatever, was the jigsaw puzzles just like individually placed on a table instead of the whole thing. They didn't fit together very well. Um, At all. You know, and like had the story continuing from one you know, uh, one episode to the the other just didn't... It, it didn't, didn't tie together very well. Yeah, it just didn't connect. So there it, was... It was just kind of like a collection of stories. It, it was like watching... 10 different animes that you're <laughs> told are supposed to be the same series. Yeah, and it's... Like I said... Not very well drawn. Uh, the 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 CG art that they used was really terrible. Um, it it wasn't it wasn't bli- It's like they were trying to copy what the other studio did with uh, Castlevania, but they they went too CG heavy for a lot of the combat scenes it was only the dragon and the dragon was basically just like a paper mache fucking outline yeah Yeah, i mean to me it felt like they just had one model and they knew how to move like four joints in that model (laughs) and that was all there was um 
so uh so yeah that was it was really disappointing i mean i watched that and then because i didn't have netflix when the second season of castlevania came out i watched castlevania immediately right after that and i was like and you were immediately satisfied yeah this is what it's supposed to be this is the dog shit that was good and i loved the way they continued to expand oh uh, yeah oh yeah castlevania castlevania that 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 made that made me happy um i don't i didn't necessarily like the uh uh, the a la carte you know, s- section of the, the story because it kind of felt tacked on, but well, no, it was just it was slow to play, right? Like, but but there, but there's an e- extremely large amount of setup with that particular part of the story, but there's a it was just really drawn out. They kind of had to, I guess. I don't know. Um, and Alucard's like the ultimate emo. Well, kind of. I related to him in in a, in a couple different points because he's like sitting down trying to be normal, uh, but you know nobody's around. He's got like an entire place to himself, and he's talking to dolls. I didn't. No. I didn't just admit to talking to dolls, but <laughs> he, uh, he's got Rusty's got effigies of being Justin sitting in his apartment to talk like, to. You, you got me. Uh, <laughs> you, you got me. He's like, uh, hmm, this steak certainly smells good, doesn't it? Yeah, you should probably try some of. Th- oh, sorry. Yeah, nah, nah. I, I'm not. I'm not that crazy. But I'm. I, I was like, I understand the solitude portion of this. The solitude, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I understand that. Um, because I only, you know, I understand what Justin goes through, but I get to see like one more person in the entire world, um, and that is the one coworker that I work with and sometime maybe like maybe once or twice a week, you pass I see, each other. Yeah. We, we, we actually work at the same time. Uh, so <laughs> it's so, yeah, you, you are the only human contacts that I have. And I'm perfectly fine with that because, um, yeah, I don't very, I don't, I don't do very well with human contact. It takes, it takes a while for me to warm up to people. So, um, it does. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm, I'm it, quite the vampire. It, it took us like six months to get him to go from Xbox Live contact and work contact only to going out to the bar with us, and that took a lot, like a lot of fucking like you guilt. You you just used guilt on me. We did. <laughs> we did. We did. We totally guilted him into it. It was like. It started out with just a polite invitation to, like, no, no, seriously, we're worried about you, to, like, you're a pussy, you, to, um, to <laughs> you, you basically live by yourself, you have no fucking excuses, you damn troll. And then I think there was at least one point where you guys basically almost knocked down the fucking door, 
Uh, um, there was. And yeah. like, you're coming out with this. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Let me get my pants on. <laughs> you don't even have to drive. <laughs> right. You can drink all you want. We'll deliver you home. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do appreciate that. I don't necessarily know if I would appreciate that nowadays, but... Well, um, I mean, we're also quite a bit older than... than no, we're just getting fucking you know, old. Hangovers um, are harder to handle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's weird you think about it, like, we've got a handful of friends that still drink like we did when we were younger, but I don't know very many people anymore that do. No. No. I think... No, I mean, I remember at the beginning of this fucking show, every you know, every August was like, you know, we would, we would have a drinking party with a cookout, and then it turned into a cookout with some drinking. To the last one being, we had a big cookout, and people brought booze, but nobody drank it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I've only had like. Four beers this year, which is kind of sad. <laughs> it, was, it was like everybody brought like a six pack and they cracked maybe one of them open and nobody really got like stupid I had to, drunk. I had to throw beer out uh, right. about two weeks ago because it got old. Right. Like we the could... only time I buy beer for myself is when I'm cooking with it. And that is and that that is um like, that's the sign of sadness. There, right there. What it is is that we're all migraine pr- prone, and then sometimes these hangovers turn into migraine hangovers. Oh, for me, it's like every fucking time. So, so you really have to. It's a really like if I if I have any alcohol whatsoever, you know, it turns into a fucking migraine. Well, for and me. like you know, we've had for the last several years. You know, I've we, had children, so it's not like I can right. Right. Be fucking shit hammered. Sit there and get fucking shit faced, ready to puke. Like, yeah, yeah. you just never fucking stop puking once you start. So, I mean, well, no, there was that one time. Actually, you know what? So, (laughs) with Everclear, I figured out Everclear is like Everclear is like an instant puke and I'm done. Oh, it's like. Like full on fucking like gut eruption and you're done. All right, it cool. was like, oh god, thank god that's off my belly. Okay, where's my beer? Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that some that shit. fucking lemonade. Yeah. yeah Everclear is re- uh, my god. Why? Um. Poops. So poops. Where's the thing? Yeah, there we go. Somebody's yeah, got a poop. Okay. Yep, yep. Oh. 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 Oh, wow. Okay, so, yeah. But that's information I didn't need. Anyway, back to the subject. Yeah, Castlevania is great. Dragon's Dogma is dog shit. Yeah. I I have. I I just. I've been watching a lot of fucking, like, you know, weird anime. So, I mean, Netflix has, you know, uh, basically. I caught up on uh, the third season of Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, a very strange anime that that takes some really weird twists, but... I mean, 
giants yeah. that eat people. I mean, I, that's all I know about Attack on Titan. Well, and then it turns into the giants are the people. And mm. then... The people, soil the, green is people. The people who can turn into giants are are actually one particular race and the rest of the world wants to eliminate them and that's why they're on the island. Okay. And then open war with the with the other countries. I so yeah. I but why do they eat people? I don't get it. It's just a thing. Why are they <laughs> So and you figure out along the way that the the titans that were eating people uh -huh. they're really feral titans and they're attracted to the other humans on the island because they're tasty there may actually be one that triggers them back into human form one that's not feral okay i don't get it I, I don't get it i don't so uh, it, it's a strange anime but it is strangely engaging uh, i've just i've just been fucking like you know, all over the place. It's just been all over the place. Like I have, I haven't really jumped in super deep, like fucking Crunchyroll deep or anything like that. But you know, I uh, there there is a lot of decent anime available on Netflix. You can I'll get say a, that. It's it's a uh, a lot of the bigger ones are basically like one season or two seasons of of like you know multiple of. Uh, well, and there's a there's a lot of them that uh so it's kind of like like anime testers, you know. For for example, Netflix doesn't have the dubbed version of One Punch Man. You have to get like Crunchyroll or something like that to be able to I've see only that ever seen dubbed. the first season, so maybe, um, but that's just satire to me. Right. It it's great satire though. Yeah. I love it. Um and then you have the uh, um, other stuff like um, the Seven Deadly Sins, which, for whatever reason, takes forever between seasons to be released. I don't know. I, don't know. So, I mean, you, you the watch one I really more... liked, Sidonia, like just like kicked the bucket. Yeah, they... like it disappeared. Right. There's. I mean, and that was that was uh, one that was made for Netflix. So yeah, um, the the Godzilla movies, the you know, the are good. The yeah, anime yeah. movies, yep, yeah. I was I watched like the first. There's first one? three of them. Yeah, I, oh, I think I watched the first one. Um, yeah, it was. The, they're they're there to. Uh, you know, to to kind of fill the void because I've been I I mean one of the you know one of the shows like I've been in a in a weird thing like it has to be something that's off the wall for me to uh, to watch it uh so I went from watching the animes to watching a show called Warrior Nun um and. I I said that was good. I said that on this show that was good. <laughs> was I was I wrong? I I uh I was like, you know, this is kind of off the wall and weird. Let let me go ahead and watch a show about warrior nuns because why the hell not? And it's like it's it's surprisingly good. It's sleeper good, right? 
It, well, I mean, it's it's slow, like, but the first season of anything is fairly slow. No, I mean, Sleeper in the fact that you wouldn't expect it. it to be good. Nobody really knows that it's good, but you watch it and you're like... like yeah. No, it, what, what? Yeah. That, that was extremely entertaining. It's set up for a really good second season. Yes, it is. Because now that they've got all the exposition out of the way in the first yeah. season, now they can get right to the action. And... Yeah. And and there's like the characters are all set now to be able to actually just go into and the like, whole angel is not an angel thing. It spoilers. At the end. Um you know, I, so yeah. yeah. There's awesome. There's there's all kinds of really cool things about that show, but uh that that one that one surprised me and I binge watched that uh last night, I think it was. Uh I, I I cooked myself a pizza. I sat down and I said, I'm going to give this one episode. And fucking like, I look over at the clock and it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, the fuck? And how many episodes <laughs> were you in? I was done. <laughs> so this is why Rusty can't do drugs. <laughs> the fuck happened? <laughs> no, this is why Rusty. This is why Rusty can't have a Netflix subscription. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I tend to I tend to binge watch whatever you know, and it will happen. Sir, uh, you take binge to the next level. Well, when I sit down to watch a show, I watch it from when, start. To when finish. I sit down to play a when game, most, I play it to start to finish. Right. When when most people yes. say they binge watch a show on Netflix, it's over that, like a week. That, that's saying that they took that they finished the season in like a day or in like two or three days no you you're that day no netflix has to ask me about four or five times if i'm still watching <laughs> uh and it's normally like maybe three episodes between those as those questions but it keeps asking me are you still watching <laughs> yes and then just says you are a sad man and then continues playing um <laughs> that is that's me but uh, it has I, been renewed for a second season. Warrior Nun? Of course it has. Of course it has. It actually like said so at the end of the uh like at the Yeah, end. it it got renewed quite a while back, yeah. So, uh yeah, Warrior Nun 2. Uh Warrior Nuns 2 season 2. Um if I decide I'm in another watching mood and I've gotten through the boys, I might check it out. It's it it's worth your time. It's uh <laughs> it's it's his warrior nuns um it it's worth your time yeah there's some crazy characters in there too so it's like just like off the wall um but yeah i mean that's that's the kind of you know like the the flavor of uh of netflix show that i will end up watching is just like something that's like off the wall like you know the uh the Velocipaster, um, or so that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that that kind of shit is is like, yeah, I don't know. It it's a it's a good waste of time for me. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I have I, I watch a lot of shit, so <laughs> I'm I am I am getting down to the wire though. I don't have much to go with. Like I said, I'm starting to bounce off a of path of exile. I, I mean, after, after like 
hardcore, like really going at that game for fucking almost 200 hours now, I'm finally at the point where I'm like, you know what? It'd be nice to actually play another game. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have very many other games to, uh, that's, that's actually, you know, firing the synapses for me. It's just like, I don't, I don't necessarily like want to play anything else. It's just, I don't want to play path of exile at the moment. Uh, so I don't know if I'm over the looter shooter thing, but it's, I'm in a, I'm in a weird, like in between spot where I don't know if I've got, if I've got a game that I can fill. Speaking of, you were supposed to bring something this week. Did you bring it? I am going to kick you in your ass, dude. And I deserve it at this point. Holy shit. I deserve it. Uh, I, this is the week I could have like picked up. It's a, it's a, uh, Mm. it's a poor excuse, but I got caught up, uh, putting, putting my, uh, new Pike Pass tags on the car before I left the house. And I totally forgot. Want, want, want excuses. Want, 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 want. (laughs) I will put it, I will put it in my backpack as soon as I get home so I don't forget it again. Good doesn't help me this week but good you should hand deliver that shit directly to my door i may point. just do that <laughs> so but speaking of things you could binge watch have you watched both seasons of cobra kai i have not watched any of cobra kai so you need to watch cobra kai i fucking it's in my list jesus christ i was i mean like i said i had to sit down and watch warrior nuns last you know yesterday this is something that just happened, okay? <laughs> like, when I say yesterday, that is, I finished it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> because I see is yesterday is before I slept. So, I don't have a whole, I mean, that was, that, that was, that was all of my free time up to this point. So, calm your ass. Calm your tits. I've got it. I've got it on the list. There's a, I mean, there's a couple, there's a couple on, on, on the list. Barbarians is good too. Yeah. I, I was looking at that. There was another one called Cursed I was going to watch too. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that good? The waste of time? It's. Parts of it are entertaining, but a lot of the story graded on me. Okay. Bit. All right. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm um, flexible. I can. I can. It. It's very. Uh, um. Like outcast young girl, become the hero. Okay. Kind of thing, but not with the. Uh, not with the, uh, gravitas of warrior nun and it being like a new element. This is more Arthurian. Okay. And I don't know, maybe it's because I've seen so many, I've seen the Arthurian thing done so much that that kind of lended to me not really liking it. So it's just the Arthur legend with another lens. With, yeah, with a female lead. Huh, okay. Well, um, maybe I'll skip. Fuck, I don't know. I mean, there are element changes to it, but not enough, not enough for me to go, oh... 
you're just telling the sword and stone in a different way. Okay. Well, I mean, there's there's that. I mean, you have to also understand. I'm still like maybe fucking five seasons back on Supernatural, and they're fucking almost almost done with this. You know, the series. It's by done. Now. Oh, is it done now? The the last season's not up on Netflix yet, but oh, is it? It's done. I thought there was the last like, episode aired. Oh, the last episode aired. Fuck. Yeah, I missed it. Uh, but well, I mean, I'm done, done. I got so far behind that I started watching it with Jessa when she's here. So we're in like episode seven or episode season seven right now. So I've got quite a ways to go before I'm even caught That's up. That's about where, it was. where Rusty dropped off. No, I th- I think I got a little or, bit further than that. Um. I can't. I can't say for certain exactly where I'm at. I think I was in season ten before I dropped off for a while. Because I remember, uh, uh, Black Eyed Dean. That was, I think, is the last one I saw. Okay, yeah, you've got a ways. So honestly, I mean, you you can't binge watch that in a day. No, the, that, I mean that's the, <laughs> that's one of those. Sh- I mean, there's like what twenty twenty episodes a season, and there's like fifteen seasons, right? And no. they're forty minutes long. We call that a challenge in my place. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you no, you drop you dropped off. Because uh, uh, I remember like. No, I remember you, you dropped off like season six. You dropped off when Sam came back from hell. No, no, because yeah. I got past that. There, there was a couple, there was a couple seasons because I remember Leviathans. I remember a lot of you know a lot of the other. Shows. Okay, you did catch up that far then. Yeah. Okay. Here, here you go, Rusty. So, the estimate is about two hundred and thirty-six hours and fifteen minutes, or ten solid days. Challenge accepted. Uh, <laughs> do, dude, do, don't, you know, don't Yeah, that was a core that. answer. Another answer says 202 hours and 24 minutes. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, how many pieces is that? <laughs> oh, wait, no, is that, that's Simpsons. This, there's, oh. more, there's more runtime of Supernatural than there is Simpsons. That's saying something. But then again, Simpsons has twice as many episodes because they're half as long. So, tis true. However, that says something for for a serial series like Supernatural. Went on for fifteen years. Yeah, no, to go that long. If you would just watch the first season of Supernatural, you're like, ah, oh, this show's not going to be on you know, on TV for very long. I don't know. I like some of the episodes of season one when it dives into the like. The Myth urban legends. monsters. Yeah, that, the urban that's legends. because yeah. you know, Supernatural started out, you know, season one and season two, they were really more of a you know, weekly horror movie. Like yeah. weekly hour long horror movie. You just had the same two characters show up in every episode, right? Um And it it evolved from that. And it evolved from that, and it evolved well. Uh there's a reason why it there's a reason why it lasted so long. Um, sorry to see it go, but at the same time, I think, uh, it's run its course though. I mean, when, when, well, when it's it not comes, a 2020 thing, it was coming a long time ago. When, when it comes down to it, the, uh, I think the CW is doing the right thing by 
um, cutting the show before before it runs out of new ideas. Because, I mean, let's face it, they pretty much done everything. Yep. <laughs> well, it jumped the shark along. Uh, I mean, it jumped the shark with a fucking show that basically said, yes, th- th- this is at the point where we jumped the shark. Yeah. I think they even named the episode Jump the Shark. <laughs> they did. <laughs> so... It it was, uh, it it was at that point where they're like, okay, we're completely self aware of where we're at right now, and uh, then they said, you know what, it's it's getting towards the end, and you could tell from the storyline that they were kind of moving in that direction. Yeah, um, it's just when you've when you've stopped the apocalypse like three times. Yeah, how do you end it? Um, um, and seriously, nobody tell me because I have not watched. The I have. I. I don't. I don't know. Um, all I know is, uh, when when I think of uh, when I think of uh, Hunter for White Wolf, I think of Sam and Dean. Um, oh yeah, because it's basically exactly that. Uh, so it has that tie-in in my brain. And every time I think of that that game set, that rule set, I think of Supernatural. Well, that's and... because while they, while Supernatural in and of itself is its own thing, and you know you can't say they really ripped anything directly off of any one thing, because they took inspiration from so much different stuff. Right. Um. It is like the that show is almost the perfect personification of that tabletop game. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the, the only, well, no, they still have that. It just doesn't have the same intrigue as the, uh, the masquerade, uh, because that, because Hunter exists in the same universe as the masquerade. Yeah. So it doesn't have like the vampires are more, Almost scientific and supernatural versus, yeah, that's, you know, actually that's supernatural. The, that, that'd be the one big uh, difference is that the the world of White Wolf is pretty much ruled by the vampires and the mages. Mm-hmm. And there's, um, there's actual fucking magic there. And, and there's actual fucking magic there where, uh, where supernatural's very much not. Supernatural's more a... It's more a cult. That's because they yeah. still have, they still have like the signs and the sigils and, you know, they can do like spells, but they're not necessarily like, they're not like you're not conjuring a fireball out of thin air, you know, or, or, or something like mm-hmm. that. Well, and like they cast aside, uh, they cast, casted aside a lot of, uh, tropes like you need to have absolute faith in God in order to use an exorcism. Right. No, it's you could not, bless water, you know, it, things like that. It is very much not the faith as much as it is the intent and the ceremony of it. Right. Just, you know, yeah. uh, that sort of thing. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a reason it lasted as long as it did. I mean, at this point, it's... One of the longest running shows on TV, and that's that's saying something. And so how it many will fucking go, 
How many how many shows had been canceled in the time frame? I mean, in that same time frame, shows have come and gone. But this one oh, continued. Hundreds. Yeah, this continued. So, I mean, that's... And nobody expected it to. That's the thing. They expected after after season one yeah. that they were done. Yeah. That's why season two starts so slow. And then after that, they were like, oh, we've got a thing here. <laughs> like it hits season five and Sam goes to hell and they're like, it's done. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Because guess what? CW likes the money you're raking in. <laughs> No, uh, it's it, it's a, it's just a good show. It's like it will uh, it has run its course, um, but it's one of those shows that you could go back to and watch. I I just hope with it ending that those two actors do truly find meaningful roles and work outside of that. I know Ackles is in yeah. Boys season two, yeah, um, but that they don't just drop off the map. Because they they've really grown to, on us so much. They don't have to do much, though. I'm sure that at 15 years of having a successful run, I mean, it's not. We're not talking about like crazy money, but it's still good money in, oh, yeah. in retrospect, right? I mean, like he, they were making probably a little over a, a million a year. Well, doing like, it, you know, these guys have become big enough that at one point, Ackles was actually in the running to be Captain America, and one of the things that dropped him off of that short list. Was his supernatural schedule? Wow, yeah, yeah, so. but that's his that's his bread and butter. You can't let it go, right? Yep. So, though he could have done that series of movies and never had to work again. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Like, too. what the fuck is Mark Ruffalo going to do right now? Like, he doesn't have to, you know. Uh, any of the people, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. never has to do. Oh, films he never the has to. He never has to work again. No. Chris Evans, if he doesn't want to, he doesn't have to work again. Ever. Yeah, and some of the MCU actors and actresses really, some of them are really popular and some of them are kind of no name. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that's all right. right? Yeah, I mean, Scarlett Johansson wasn't no name, but like, I don't know what a lot of, a lot of what Chris Evans was doing before that. Hmm. Well, Scarlett Johansson wasn't exactly widely known before she showed up in Iron Man 2. like the highest paid actress of all time. Yeah, but you think about it though. Before she did Iron Man two, believe me, I knew like the she biggest was. movie. The biggest <laughs> movie she was in before that was uh, the Island. In my mental brain, there was plenty of movies. I'm not going to go down that path. I want to get back to video games. I'm just going to take a hard left. You can screech the brakes. Screech him. Um, I've got lots Pump. that I went through. Before I dive in, Pump. Um, I want to just check in with you guys because I can talk for a while. Do it. Do the thing. Okay. Um, I've tried. I'm going to talk about Watch Dogs Legion, but I want to talk about a couple of other games about playing. Um, very briefly, still on the Deep Rock Galactic Train. Been playing with my buddies uh, Dustin and TJ, my old some of my oldest friends. Um, we've been playing a shitload of that, but. TJ decided we were going to play some Sea of Thieves. Oh boy! And I'm sorry. Oh, it's not. So it is definitely requires friends. But let me explain what the appeal is, because I didn't ex understand it. Essentially, the appeal is to 
Like, we've only been griefed once. I'll say that. But the appeal is to pick up missions to get gold to get more cosmetic items from the gold that you're making from the stuff. You don't actually level up. You just get better at the game. Um, But the sailing mechanics are ridiculously good. The water is the absolute best water in a video game, bar none. Um, The water looks real. Um, The storms look real. The ship is cartoony. Your character is cartoony. The sailing mechanics are very well simulated. Like, I've kind of gotten a little seasick playing it. I'm not kidding. It's just the physics of it, the way that everything works, is pretty fucking spot on. But we're a couple of noobs. We've got a ship with, uh, I guess the terminology is diaper sails, which means that we have no decorations on our ship. But essentially what happens is um, you can go on missions to go find treasure at different islands, right? And then the challenge is kind of getting there through different ghost ships or player ships. Um, And then once you get there, there are... You're finding treasure to bring back, and then some of these chests have a lot of, like, status effects. So, for example, we had a crying chest that would leak water and fill our boat up as we sailed. So one of us was always bailing water while we were sailing, and that was the challenge. One of them was a grog chest which made you drunk when you picked it up. And so like your controls were sometimes reversed or inverted or whatever. Um, And once you get it to a port, you go and trade these things in for money. Right. Um, But as you're doing that, like people could gank you. So you want to get in port and then take all this shit off your ship as fast as possible. Um, All of your resources are found like on the port or on any island. So your cannonballs, all your food, like you heal with food. Um, you, uh, but it's just, it's a very open world fuck off game. And like, it does that really well. Is it the best thing I've ever played? No, but it is a unique experience. And for the price of game pass, um, sailing with your friends at 60 FPS on extremely realistic waves is fun. Um, you can sail a sloop by yourself. It does sail a little bit better with friends. There's a few times I was sailing where I just like completely almost crashed the ship. I was glad to have somebody else there to take the sails down or drop anchor or whatever. Um, but if you're quick, I mean, you can set your jib on your sail and turn it, you know, and drop anchor and do all those things all by yourself. It just takes a little bit of doing. Um, but, you know, there's very minimal HUD. So the HUD is you're taking damage, your health bar paps up when you take damage, but like you need to use your compass, you need to use your map. Um, there is no moving marker for your quest thing. Like you're looking for the map when you're doing the treasure and it's the shape of the island. And so you find the shape of the island and the only thing it lets you do on a HUD is there's a map in the back of your boat. You go there and you circle a the island you're going for. And then that shape should match the shape on the treasure map that you have. And then you have to use the direction on that. The map's always in north, you know, set up north, south, east, west. But you got to use your compass to kind of figure out where those X's are. And then you dig into the dirt and then you hear the thunk. And then that's you hitting a chest and then you can dig it up. So um, it's an interesting game. Um, If you're looking to fuck around with friends, um, I, I can see the appeal. Um, okay. After two years, I'm finally giving it more of a shot. I won't ever 
Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not a. Uh, it's the like I said, based. This is a weird thing to say. Best sailing physics in a game, um, best water physics in a game in relation to sailing. Um, if you need a pirate simulator, this is one hundred percent pirate simulator. You can you can sail all you want. Um, not for I, me. Um, there's I all I needed to do is see what the gameplay uh, loop was like, and then uh, and, and then have the the oh you can be ganked at any time and i was like okay well fuck you um i i don't do that shit um so but your loss is not usually that huge doesn't matter to me if you get ganked there's usually a mermaid in the sea that will take you back to land and then will take you back to a boat Um, we got ganked skip servers got a new ship and then sailed away um but yeah, it's not for everybody, but I at least wanted to give it a college try and I've been having fun with him. It's something that if we want to jump in for 30 minutes of gameplay, so he's three hours time difference for me, um, we can get in and do a treasure mission inside of 30 minutes between when his um, partner is getting home from work or whatever, and then we're so he can make dinner or whatever. So it's like one of those things where it's very convenient to jump in for just a little bit. And if we lose or can't finish we didn't lose anything other than having some fun sailing so that part of it's nice um but that being said um i did play i have played a fair amount of watchdog legion um and actually i've had some pretty good fun with it um i didn't play watchdogs 2 i've got it for free that i got through the epic store um but i haven't really played it didn't really know Again, shopping therapy. I just needed something new, and I wanted something to distract myself, so I picked it up. I thought when I did the Best Buy curbside pickup, I'd picked up a physical copy. I actually picked up a download code and could not swap it out, so I just haven't changed my Xbox account now, which kind of sucks. Bummer. So, um, I can't loan it to either of you, but I will say... Bummer. To be honest, I probably wanted to play it anyway. I've had... Watch Dogs 2 sitting at my house for PlayStation for... I have it in my PC like library. two years. I have it in my PC library. Still haven't touched it. It has some it has some really interesting differences. I, I think the easiest thing I can say is it's like Deus Ex meets Grand Theft Auto, if that makes any sense. Mm. Um, and I think you guys kind of saw me playing a couple of the like minigame things when you walked in. Yeah. yeah. But... Mm. Ubisoft likes their towers, and so instead of towers, what you do is you have different sections of the city you unlock, which allows you to recruit more people. There's not a central character to the game, much like there was in the other games. So you are just dead sex. So when it starts, you kind of go through a tutorial for here's how the controls work, and this is a dude. Things happen, and dead sec needs to rebuild. So one of the offshoots of dead sec has you recruit somebody and that's your starting character. And then from there you continue to recruit literally anybody. Um, and when I, it's a lot less generic than it sounds. Um, the system creates in a roguelike way, a backstory skills, um, abilities and whatever for these characters. 
as well as voice acting, which is really just, I'm still trying to figure out how the magic works to make that work. I'm sure if I got to like a few hundred people at some point, I'd start to get repeats. Um, I think I know a little bit about this. Um, it was, there was a, a little bit of a reveal to how that works on like the, uh, like the beta test. Uh, for it, they do a voice modulation for it. So it, they have a number of actors, but they voice modulate those number of actors to get like an exponential amount of you know, like variation in voices. So, well, and everybody has a Cockney accent, so like I, mean, I think that, that masks some things. That 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 kind of helps a little bit, but that's that's where they're that's where that is is that there's some kind of voice modulation. There's there's some magic happening in there. But it's really smartly done in that way. They create a backstory for the character that feels unique to that character. And then you have to do things to basically, you know, get do something for them so they kind of owe you and that they want to work for you. And then you recruit them. Um, but you get what you use your money for. So you get money. Use your money to get clothing, essentially. Um, I haven't found any other meaningful upgrades other than just changing my outfits for all my characters. Um, and then you find tech points. So there's no skill points like in a traditional, like an RPG. You're not leveling up. You do not have to take down everybody. You don't have to kill everybody. You don't have to... There's a lot of emphasis on non-lethal weapons, so a lot of shock weapons. So like I have a shock shotgun, and but you guys saw me using the construction worker I recruited because he has a nail gun, which is... Semi-silent, it's quieter, it attracts a little bit less attention, and it's a perfect headshot, kills most people. Um, hmm. But a lot of emphasis on taking over different things, so there's a lot of drones. So you guys saw the spider drone I was showing you, and the spider drone takedown, which is pretty epic. Fucking creepy bullshit, fucking like crawling, a spider bot crawling up a person's leg, jumps on their chest, jumps up on their face, and then shocks the piss out of their face. Uh, and all I, I saw, I saw that, and I said, "Now nah, I just nope out at the moment where it jumped up on my leg." I, I'd be like, "Out, Rusty.exe has expired." <laughs> you know, yeah. just like has shut down unexpectedly. You know, just like done. But there's, <laughs> they do. There's a lot of drone stuff that you can take over. So, like for example, I want to, and there's a lot of so like there's missions that are set up for each of these characters, right? And, Something behind the scenes like picks what that mission is going to be and or the stage is, right? And it could be like you need to get a file or you need to take out these guys that have a bunch of like blackmail on them or um, you need to get their money back or whatever it may be. You need to rescue somebody. I don't know. But anyways, the forces that may be have some kind of stronghold on them for one of many different reasons. And you're able to find out their history when you scan them with your little phone hacker device thing. Um, your cell phone with infinite hacking pest possibilities. And, of course, the hacking, of course, is goofy as shit. But um, it mean, is cool to be able to take care over so many electronic devices. So there's self-driving cars in this, which is kind of neat. And a lot of, like, neo-futurism kind of stuff. And, like, you can straight up, like, so you hold down, like, left bumper. And you can hit backwards, forwards, left, right on a car, right? And that's the directions it's going. Um, cool. But like you guys saw me, there was something called a construction zone drone, which is so big that you can get on top of it and then just fly around. 
which is really cool for getting up. But like there'll be like window washing lifts, like scissor lifts that you can take over and hack and then get in it and then get to the top of a building. Um, there'll be so like you'll hack a security camera and then you can only go as far as you can see, so to speak. So you'll bounce around the interior of a building with the security camera tagging all the enemies so you know where they're at at all times. And then you'll find like a laptop or something that you'll hack from there and you'll get a key to unlock one of the doors so your operative can get in. Or you can take over a spider bot or like I've taken the little bitty drones or they call them news drones and flown them through like air ducts and stuff like that, which is actually kind of neat. And then I was showing Jason, I found a micro drone that was flying through the interior of a computer. So think of something like smaller than a fingernail clipping. Yeah, that's actually what he was doing when I first walked in. What? No? Micro drone? What? Yeah, yeah. like nano drone. Oh, shit. Where? So, like, but the controls, it controls really well, like, way better than a real drone. I'm just going to say that. Um, oh, man. I wish real drones were that easy to fly. Some maybe the more, maybe the more expensive ones are, but it just, it does such a good job of, I don't know, like, they're just, it's so easy to fly a lot of this stuff. So I run circles around characters with the fucking drones. Like, it's just, they've done such a good job with the control scheme that taking over all these things is pretty fun. But anyways, long story short, like, you got a series of, like, total missions, and then you liberate the different sit areas of the city that lets you unlock more people, and then you kind of progress the story forward. But the, yeah, just to, it's not as far in the future as Deus Ex, but it's kind of got a similar tech feel to it. And it's, the focus isn't just crime life like uh, Grand Theft Auto. Like, yes, you steal cars sometimes. Sometimes you're just hacking the self-driving cars to get you where you want to be. Sometimes, like, you can take the tube and that's your fast travel. Is all the different tube points in London. Or you can get into a self-driving car and hit auto drive and then go make yourself lunch. And then come back and you're all the way across the city. So, like, it's... Mm, nice. Um, it lets you change the music. I only like a handful of the tracks, so I tend to listen to podcasts. While Self-driving cars that actually work. Got it. But yeah. Um, I mean, the Elon's dream world. You know, if if we keep making fiction with self-driving cars that actually work, eventually we'll find a, a future where we have self-driving cars that actually work. I like driving my car, so I'm partial to being in charge of my life. Um, I, I am more of a, uh, um, uh, an iRobot kind of guy where I can get into a car and, you know, manually drive it and then just be like, you know what? Fuck this manual drive bullshit. And just like suck it, the steering wheel in and it would, let it drive itself. I would be the one to admit that it would be really nice on those days where the migraines hit mm, seven yeah. plus while I'm at work. Yeah. To be able to get in my car and just go take me home. Right. I don't care. I'm going to close my eyes now. And not have to keep my keep my eyes I mean, open. It would be great if you were going to the pub, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's I mean, all there's kinds that of... Too. There's all kinds of that. You know, they... It'd be great to engage autopilot, turn around, and spank the shit out of your kids for screaming while you're... <laughs> Just While like, you're driving, <laughs> turning, uh, I'm gonna turn this bitch around. Um, the uh, no, the one of the things about uh, you know, like future cars and you know, seeing this type of tech and stuff is like you you see it 
conceptualized in you know uh in fiction and you know and you know in in you know like any kind of tech uh tech related shit i mean it started i I mean it didn't necessarily start with this but it was one of the you know the biggest examples with the uh with smartphones or flip phones specifically with the you know like the uh, uh communicator from star trek right so um what what i'm seeing from like the irobot you know the cars that can do the crab walk where you can do the the sideways oh, movement. Yeah. I mean, I saw a actual commercial for an electronic SUV that has the crab walk feature where it can move sideways. And it blew my fucking mind. I'm like, okay, this is an actual thing now. I don't know who would actually use this particular thing. I mean, parallel parking can be a bitch in a larger city. Right, but if you had... Like a, a crab walking car where it can actually just like move sideways, like straight sideways instead of having to do the the weird like turn in for a parallel park. I mean, that is that that's the dream, right? That's anybody that's ever done any type of parallel parking is like, why can't I just move sideways? <laughs> I mean, you need a car length and a half to do it. So right. it's always a pain in the ass. Well, you could can definitely pack more cars tighter if you could just move full sideways right so that is that was that's one of the things that was uh they they did that in that movie by having completely spherical tires and that was another thing i was like would that even work yeah because it's like what would it sit on right how do you how do you axle that you know uh, is that maglevd? Is that is that how they worked it? Has the friction transfer from the car to the tire? I don't get it. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. Yes. I, I'm still waiting for. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my flight modifications, like Back to the Future Two. You know. Oh, like, we we're not even nowhere close. Not in my uh, lifetime, anyway. There's nobody. I don't trust people to drive down the street, let alone fly. Fuck me. Uh, can you imagine the amount of like catastrophic fucking accidents? Like people getting fender benders going to the fucking you know corner store. You know, people get like road rage when somebody fucking like turns in front of them. You know, a mile down the fucking road. It'd be a security risk because there's things that are fenced for a reason. Can you imagine like somebody fucking like? You know, just getting into their flying car and just like crashing through your fucking house because, you know, they. Don't... I mean, they could do that now from the road, but like, but they're just flying over a neighborhood and right. then they run out of gas and it's like, <laughs> crash. Nah, uh, nah. Nowadays, nah. when you run out of gas, you coast to a stop. At that point, you're just falling from the sky. R- right. Nah. There's. We're not going. We're not. We're not air I'm brakes not allow- don't stop on a dime. Right. I am not going to allow anybody to like <clears throat> well, I'm I'm not gonna allow, but I wouldn't want anybody to fly without like it being automated completely. Like if it was completely automated, I'd be okay with that. I'm not into like the, the Star Wars hover car shit, right? You know, the Star Wars Star Wars hover car with the fucking like the Coruscant where the where they have yeah. lanes in the sky never would happen, dude. It would just never happen. 
So no, no Star Wars or Fifth Element style skylines oh, for you. You know the the Fifth Element was probably the closest to the kind of crazy that you would see around like a, a populated city, where everybody's going in any direction, any which direction. Yeah, no sky cars like Blade Runner. No, you. you I mean, those are near perfect scenarios. You know that the the majority of people around here are idiots. Uh, you just, I mean, if you if you drive on American highways, you know. I'm that just saying, like teenage kid, people. like pushing gas to the very last drop. Right. Like even if that, I was even thinking about this just a second ago. Is like you could even have a safety feature that made them auto land. At a certain point, and they would just be mid-travel, and it's like, well, they're out of gas, and now they're landing in the middle of the road. Right. You know? No. It's it's crazy. Or it's, around here, the middle of a lake. <laughs> or the middle of a fucking, like, farm field. Um, just, just randomly, just like, you're in a swamp. <laughs> you know? Hope, hope, hope you have I'm a... Or, I'm already a little bit... <laughs> I yeah. guess I, I not good with flying to begin with, but I just do it because it's faster. I couldn't imagine just getting in the air with on my own, yeah, with other people in traffic, yeah. air traffic. Yeah. So fuck that. Yeah, just like individual traffic instead. I mean, right now we're we're okay with planes flying over because there's two people in a cockpit that have been trained for that type of thing. And there's not like hundreds of thousands of them in the sky in, you know, in a section Yeah, there's a of fair sky. amount of air traffic, but like all of air traffic could be condensed into our, our own town for the entire country. Right. You know, it's, but if you look at big population centers, like a big city, you know, it, it hurts my brain just thinking about the amount of like weird shit We'd see people flying or falling from the sky every day. Dude, it's, it'd be it'd be so, madness. Just final thoughts because I haven't finished Watch Dogs by any means. Um, they also do a really good job of the melee system. Yep. So, like, the only gripe I have is there's no block, but there is a dodge and there's a perfect dodge. So you can perfect dodge and then counter, which does a lot more damage. And some of your characters, like the guy I had when you guys walked in, have a big old monkey wrench. Yeah. Or a stun baton or whatever. And then some of them have, like, special abilities. They have a guy that's a boxer that, like, drops a shockwave when he do- finishes out his combo and it knocks people back. But the... I mean, as you do. But the melee combat's good. Like, if you fuck up with a takedown, you can, like, switch to melee combat so you don't have to just out... Because once you pull out your weapon and start firing, then everybody starts firing. So, like, oftentimes it's better to go through an area doing silent takedowns and melee combat than it is to... Like, there's a real incentive to do it. Once you pull the gun, um, everybody pulls a gun, and then drones are pulling guns on you, and there's turrets and everything else. So, like, if you want to get that chaotic, you definitely have that option, but not everybody's loadout and abilities are work very well with that. Right. Like, I've got somebody who hacks things, and when she hacks things, she hack she arcs electricity between things. She can hack multiple things at the same time. So I can hack one car in a parking lot, and the four cars next to it all hack the same way. So I can just have security guards or whatever. You know, they're evil security guards. Of but, course. But 
they can be in this parking lot and I can turn on all the cars and back over like two of them at the same time. Um, which is just all the chaos that happens with that is just really entertaining for dumb reasons. <laughs> just like I think you guys came in and I was like just driving a car around the inside of a shop. Or mm-hmm. like I've taken a forklift and just like got everybody interested in the forklift and drove it to a corner and then did everything else while they attempted to fuck with the forklift that I was driving all over the place. Gotcha. So you can distract people with the technology. Got it. Yeah. Or the fact that the forklifts pick up shit. Like uh, just I found a bunch of random stuff behind pallets and have gotten really good at forklift driving in that game. <laughs> It's. It sounds like you uh, that you're enjoying it. I mean, w- would you say that it is uh, worth the price that you pay? The it's what, sixty a, bucks. Currently, yeah, I think so, I don't feel robbed. Okay, I feel like it's a pretty high quality game, um, and I like the, I like the Pokemon effect of being able to collect a bunch of different characters and have that variety. And the ability to kit them out or customize them. Like, they have a couple of slots that you can kit out with different. Um, like, you got one gadget slot, and then you've got two weapon slots. And the weapons, some like, there's some weapons you don't unlock with tech points. The tech points are all found in points in the map. That's your skill points, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, some of the tech is, like, non-lethal weapons. And then any weapons you have are just things that that character comes with. So, I have a spy that has a silence like P90 um, and that's his weapon. And then the guy you guys saw has a wrench and a nail gun and the nail gun has actually proven to be way more effective because the magazine, which is actually kind of unrealistic because it only holds 20 nails because a real nail gun would probably hold like a hundred nails um, in a magazine. But regardless, like you've got 20 semi silent shots in that nail gun, but they're, they're big nails. Yeah, I guess so. We're just going to go with that. I they're, found out that it won't take down a drone. They're they're not railroad ties, but they're close. But as Jason saw, I got creative trying to finally destroy this drone. I just finally hacked it and then flew it next to an exploding barrel and then shot the barrel and blew both of them up. Yeah. Okay. And coincidentally blew up the target I was going to incapacitate, but I guess that counted, so. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's it's a kind of a chaotic game, but I'm liking it so far. I don't know where it ranks at the end of the year, um, but for solo play experience, it's ranking pretty high. The fact that it also has a permadeath mode. Now, that sounds weird, but like all these characters right now, if, you know, Bob the Builder gets incapacitated or gets arrested, um, it just swaps me to another one of the people on my team. And I've got a whole roster of people I have yet to recruit. I just, you know, I keep adding people to the roster as potential recruits, so I have a a bank of folks. I think if I get to the point where I'm down to, like, three, then I'm going to start recruiting more folks. But anyways, pretty damn good game so far. I'm going to keep playing it. I may like it enough. I may play it again on the permadeath mode. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm um, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm I ho- buy everything on PC, so... I mean... I'm, I'm actually hoping that I'm going to try to get I'll talk about this in news, but I'm going to try to get a 6900X. You still going to go for the $1,000 model? I mean the 6800 uh, Okay, I was XT. about to say. It's the 6800 XT, right? 60, yeah, 6800 XT. Yeah, I'm probably going to go for that because I don't want to wait till June to get a graphics card at this point. And hoping that Watch Dogs is maybe one of the games that comes with it. 
Um, it might be. It uh, might be Assassin's Creed by that point. I think uh, there. I think it's more likely to be Assassin's Creed um, because Watch Dogs Legion was uh, one of the drop, uh, one of the uh, the free things for the uh, the Nvidia release. So it's unlikely that they would do they would do both companies. I will say it looks really fucking good too. I mean, um, it looks good on fucking console. I can only imagine what it looks like at 4K with ray tracing. Yeah, yeah. The, though Watch Dogs has kind of gotten a uh, a, a bad rap for o- overselling its uh its its visual uh, quality in the past. It's not. I don't think they did that with uh, with Legion though. They they just said, you know, this is. You know, this is a, a new take, and it's the idea of it being like not a central character. You just recruit anybody off the street, um, is kind of an interesting take on things. So it's they mixed a lot of roguelike elements with the game, and I, it actually pays off pretty well. Yeah, I'm, and I'm actually having fun with it, and I didn't think I'd be having fun with Watch Dogs. I'm uh, I'm considering it, and I'm not a big Ubisoft game uh, fan, so there's there's that. But then again, still kind of looking for the next big thing before Cyberpunk because I have to still wait a little longer for that. Yeah, we're still what six weeks out. Yeah, or well, it's a month now, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, may, maybe we'll have a card by then, right? Maybe we'll have a video card. One, um, of, one of us will at least. Are we gonna take a break or we should take a break? We'll, I think it's time for one. All we'll, right, we'll be back. Right. back indeed <laughs> indeed jason's been over there heavy breathing for a while like driving me fucking crazy <laughs> fucker anyway it's uh it's uh it's a it's a do we have do we we should like get into the news or something it's a we should it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a news done it's a it's a thing and it's we're not primarily a news site but we do get into the news a little bit it's uh the thing with uh it's basically yeah we we're not like the 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 place to go uh for news but stuff that kind of sticks in our brain um oh, this was super random but um PlayStation 5 is not launching or reported to have 1440 support wait what yeah wait 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 1440 so 4K or 1080, but no 1440. So one or the other, but not but not both. You can't you you can't have a middle ground here. It's weird, you know. Until PC, until you started talking about 1440, I hadn't really ever looked into it, and I didn't realize that it was just basically double 1080. It doesn't sound like double 1080, but that's basically what it is. I mean, 1440 is it's it's what I it's what I game at mostly. Um, but it's fourteen forty. Why don't they call? Why don't they call it twenty one sixty? Because it's fourteen forty pixels. Uh, that's well, they don't call ten eighty the other part of the resolution. Uh, <laughs> there, there's whatever that is. 
1920 by 1080? Is it 19? Yeah. Yeah. Because 1920 is the width. 1080 yeah. is the height. The, 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 the hit, the hit, the width, the hit. Um, no, no, it's it has to do with uh, uh, normally the height of the pixels is where they're uh, where they're getting that information, and then 4K is kind of a weirdness because it's not four thousand; it's like twenty-one something. Twenty-one yes. is it twenty-one sixty? I think it is. Yeah, twenty-one sixty by. I never know. Right. It's like I'm I'm pulling numbers that are vague in my brain, but uh it's it's just 1440 was just you know 3840 by 2160 is 4K. Hey, I had 2160 right. Woohoo. My brain does keep random information, you know, sometimes. Um but yeah, it's it it's mainly the height and pixels that that they were uh that it was originally being measured at. 1440 is 2560 by 1440. 2560 by 1440, see? Um, yeah. And uh, that is that is for 11 by 9 or widescreen. Is, these are all measured in widescreen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's where that came from. So 1440p gaming was basically just like a step up from normal HD gaming. Um, and was the, uh, the standard resolution used for ultra wide monitors. And I use an ultra wide monitor. So that was, that's why I play in 1440. But now with the, uh, with the PlayStation five, not having support between the two, there wasn't a whole lot of 1440 P TVs. If I remember correctly, it kind of jumped real quick from HD to 4k. There was yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of in between there, so I think that's kind of why they went with those two resolutions. It's either going to be, you know, HD or 4K, one of the two. Um, so probably a smart move. I'm not sure why they wouldn't have been able to do multiple resolutions, but I'm sure that that adds complexity to making games. So they just said, "You've got two resolutions to work on," you know. And then probably a performance mode and a uh, quality mode for 4K. If I if if I'm speculating properly, but that's kind of what they did with uh, PlayStation Pro. So, right. So, right. It doesn't necessarily surprise me so much, but it does kind of suck for those people who uh, who were maybe looking at using a uh, uh, 1440p monitor. Instead of you know a TV, uh, so whatever. True. That's uh, that only really affects me, um, <laughs> or or people like me. Uh, I don't know why I hook up my PlayStation Five to my ultra wide monitor. It wouldn't have ultra wide support anyway, so I just have black bars in the left and the right. It does do that. But eh, whatever. Um, just go PC, PC Master Race, because I mean, it get you, you get you get all those options on PC, right? You can control that shit on PC. Yep, console peasants. Let's say uh, something else <laughs> that's kind of random is, and we've got one person who's 
mess with this at all, but I guess Sony might buy Crunchyroll for almost a billion dollars. I didn't know Crunchyroll was worth a billion dollars. Dude, Crunchyroll is probably one of the uh, well, it is. Get me, I don't get me. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it is the biggest distributor of uh, of simulcast anime, and uh, especially in North America and Europe. Right. So when they do simulcast anime, they're they're doing, you know, when it comes out. In Japan, it would then be available in North America. It, necess- it wouldn't necessarily have the the best quality subs, you know, like because it's being translated on the fly. I'm sure. Um, but if you're wanting to watch something as it releases in Japan, that's probably one of the only ways to get it is through Crunchyroll. Um, that and they have like pretty much every anime. I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm not an anime connoisseur. I, they have they have a very wide selection. Of they anime. have a very wide selection of commercial anime, um, mostly from uh, Toei and Funimation. But uh, they have a lot of they have a very large variety, right? We'll just put it that way. It's uh, it it's probably worth a billion because I mean they do sell a subscription for Crunchyroll and it's uh it's integrated on most televisions, even some t- you know mm-hmm. most smart TVs have a Crunchyroll app built into it. So, I mean, I don't I don't subscribe to it, but I was watch I was looking at it the other day because I was like, mm, what kind of animes are there? <laughs> you know, what. What kind of weirdness can I find? Because, I mean, you always find something that's weird on anime, right? I know I was doing a lot of random story browsing, and something kind of came up. There was a Todd Howard interview uh, recently, um, and they were talking a little bit about what Starfield is and kind of the availability of what's going to happen with future Bethesda releases. Essentially, future Bethesda releases are going to be Game Pass Day 1 stuff. Nice. I'm, so I'm happy with that. I am pretty happy with that since I do subscribe to Game Pass. But uh, they're kind of talking about they're not comfortable showing off what Starfield is. But tech-wise, I did talk a little bit about what the ambition is currently. And, of course, we know this stuff's subject to change. Um, again, they completely overhauled Creation Engine again. Good. So, I mean, they... I, I know that that's the uh, the engine that they like to use because they like to handcraft shit in their you know in their games. It handles objects a lot better than Unreal does, and it's it's already kind of got like a uh, a, a decent mod tie-in mods. Uh, they're they're big into like having user mods availability, uh, and Creation Engine does fairly well with that, as you can see from. All of the Skyrim mods and all the other shit, right? Well, I'll give you a good example without diving into this. Uh, creation has a lot of has drawbacks and pro, pros and cons. Right. We know the con is that stability is not its strong point. No. Uh, we know its pro though is it has a lot of objects that are able to be used. So, for example, you've got um, Outer Worlds is done in Unreal, and you'll notice that like while well, you have a lot of inventory in that game. 
you're not usually picking up an item that no. can be moved in the world. You're just looting a container right. that moves items to you where the Fallout and um, it, it does in Elder Scrolls games, you just pick things up and that moves into your inventory. It's not represented by... I mean, the back end of all this stuff is a text file that has all these labels, but essentially most games move stuff from container to container and then manifest itself as a use where this is in the world, not as a text item, but as a representation in the world. Right. You can drop it and it has physics and whatnot. Right. right. So all those additional calculations present it trouble sometimes for stability. Right. Well, but that being said, this is going to be, this is going to kind of throw you into a loop here. So basically there's, um, they're saying this is going to be a bigger generational leap than more one to oblivion. So basically rendering animation, artificial intelligence, pathing, procedural generation. What? Pers- procedural? What? In more aspects, the game asp- engine have been overhauled. Procedural? So they're going to that both Elder Scrolls um, 6 or 9. I'm sorry. Si- 9. Is it? Si- yeah. 9? Yeah. We use a procedural generation to develop massive landmass. Okay, well, procedural isn't necessarily new for Bethesda, you know. And it's what not else was new. Procedural. It's not new for. Um, it's not new They've for Elder static- Scrolls. Uh, I think it was Daggerfall that was uh, that was partially procedurally generated. That's. 20 plus year old tech. Right. But it's not, it's not the first time that they've run into like a procedurally generated something. But, um, you know, if, if, but it's just interesting because all of the Elder Scrolls, most of the Elder Scrolls games from Morrowind forward have been maps. Well, yeah. And, and they've been handcrafted. Like all the games have been maps. Right. So, so it's interested to I'm interested to see how they implement the uh the procedural generation of that and see how well it works. Um especially in like you know a fully 3D world. Uh it's I mean one of the ones that I go back to just as a example of procedural generation is uh well I mean I look at No Man's Sky because it's basically all procedurally generated, right? So um, so there is some weirdness that happens in that game, uh, where the procedural generation of the, uh, of the game just wonks out and has some, some weird weirdness to it. But so to give you more information on tentative rumor schedule, yeah, it'll be Starfield sometime in 2021 and then Elder Scrolls nine sometime after that. Is it nine or six? Cause I, I, V one is nine, isn't it? No, is that that's that's six? That's six. Nine is one X, right? Yes. Yeah, got my room in it. Wow, (laughs) getting late. Wow, (laughs) could see the the bridge troll across from me is is starting to to slump. (laughs) For me as a uh, as a Final Fantasy fan, I know my Roman noodles. Uh, Noodles. My Roman noodles. (laughs) Roman noodles. (laughs) <laughs> I might be getting a little tired, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> but those were like, I think next week we're, there's some Mass Effect news rumored to come out tomorrow, which obviously tomorrow is, well, 
today today pretty much today right now is uh n7 day so um the i the the stuff that's kind of floating around some kind of remake trilogy remake i'm sure um if they're going to do any type of remake or i think it's more likely to be like a remaster of the initial uh mass effect trilogy um which I mean, it's Probably. been asked for for a couple of years now. If they redid some of the mechanics of one, I'd be on board. If they, well, yeah, if they did the mechanics of Mass Effect 2 in the Mass Effect 1 story, where they had the, uh, um, in, instead of having... Having the, the the magazines, like the heat magazines that you can put into the guns instead of, you know, the the shoot and then wait mechanic because you have to wait for your gun to fucking cool down. Um, yeah, if they was to rework the, uh, the mechanics of Mass Effect 1, continue with Mass Effect 2, and then, you know, include everything that they did for Mass Effect 3 after the fact to try to make the uh, make the community happy it might be worth playing through those games are really good yeah and then last but not least um anthem 2.0 is nearing its final phase if they can get that game actually up and running well enough to at least get on its feet cuz it it's it's a i mean you have to look at it as a direct competitor to destiny right and Destiny's been running for all, uh, for years now, uh, so they kind of have, you know, they have sta- stable footing, and they're probably only going to get better with the, you know, with the next expansion that they're coming out with, you know, Beyond Light. Um, but you know, Anthem really needs to have a solid ground to build up from, and uh, it's I, if they can do that with 2.0 and just be able to build off of that and the game's fun, then I might have another looter shooter to play. And that's kind of important to me. <laughs> so Right. Well, guys, it, it I think... real shit before. <laughs> for everybody listening, Jason is fading, and we must wrap up. CC. Okay, I guess. So find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channels, youtube.com slash real tiltcast, and search for us on Spotify and iTunes. Find some friends of the show. We've got For the Love of Gaming, we've got Cabbage KBG, we've got um, Picking Up the Pixels or Pupcast with our friend John. Uh, we have NoQuarters.net, BMFCast.com, and TVGP.TV. They like in seven. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace.